104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Good morning. The Q Morning Show. It's Morgan and Bill. So I've talked a little bit about how since Labor Day, I've been on this weight loss journey. Mm-hmm. Because after Labor Day, I weighed myself. I was the, the heaviest I've ever been in my life, around 227. And over the course of the past few weeks, uh, I've gotten myself back down to around 208. I'm Which right is an there. accomplishment. You should be proud of yourself. And since I weighed myself at 208, I've kind of detoured a little bit, or <laughs> at least I haven't been that. I haven't strict? been that strict. Uh, that uh, um, yeah, whatever the word I'm looking for. I have not been paying attention to what I've been eating. Uh, I have not even been weighing myself uh, at all. So I have no idea what I weigh right now. But I was online yesterday, and I think I found this on social media. Someone posted. A diet that was printed in Vogue magazine okay. back in the 1970s. Oh, in the 70s. This and would I, be interesting. I love this diet. I want to do this diet. It's, it seems like an amazing diet. It's called the wine and eggs diet. Wine and eggs? Right. So for breakfast, you have one egg, hard-boiled, one glass of white wine, preferably Chablis, okay. and black coffee. For lunch, you're allowed to have two eggs. Hard-boiled is best, but poached is necessary. Two glasses of white wine. What? And black coffee. I just see myself walking into the studio one morning with you downing a glass of white wine. (laughs) I honestly would be here for it. Would you be excited if there was a bottle of white wine open when you came in? I don't really like wine, to be completely honest with you. I'm a lame-o when it comes to that. Here's what you can have for dinner, or at least you could in the 1970s on the wine and eggs diet. For dinner, a five-ounce steak grilled with black pepper, lemon juice. And then it says, drink the remainder of your white wine because you're allowed one bottle per day. You cannot drink one bottle of wine a day. That's absurd. And then guess what the last item is for dinner? For dinner? Oh, I don't know. Tell me. Same thing as breakfast and lunch. Black coffee. Black coffee. Is that just to sober you up after all that wine you've been drinking? But how are you supposed to drink a cup of black coffee and then go to sleep? I, I don't know. Wow. It was the 70s, man. We need to look into the statistics of how well that diet worked. <laughs> <There were, laughs> Who came up with that? There were no rules back in the 70s. Right? Well, it says here on the the ad that the wine and eggs diet... If you do this for three days, you'll lose five pounds. There's no way. You cannot drink three bottles of wine in three days and expect to lose five pounds. Um, well, Vogue printed it. I'm sure they did their due diligence. Oh, goodness. Well, I mean, there's only one way for us to find out, right, Bill? That's right. Yeah, I'm going to try that wine and egg diet. <laughs> they make your day. They make you laugh. Morgan and Bill. It's like they've been friends forever. And they're fun to listen to. The Q Morning Show. Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Good morning. Morgan and Bill, the Q Morning Show. We'll have those movie passes for Wish coming up right after Morgan's Hollywood Dirt. Let's go. Matt LeBlanc said goodbye to Matthew Perry in an Instagram post yesterday. Um, It has been a little bit of time, but obviously we know the Friends cast is in mourning over Matthew Perry's uh, death. So Matt wrote yesterday, with a heavy heart, I say goodbye. 
uh, who called it an honor to play Perry's on-screen roommate Joey for a decade. Uh, he said the times we had together are honestly among the favorite times of my life. The co-star added, you are finally free before sharing a joke. And I guess you're keeping the 20 bucks you owe me. What episode of Friends are you on? Yesterday, what was the one that I watched? Uh, okay, so Rachel started dating Paolo. Uh, let's <laughs> I'm not see. there yet. You're oh, spoiling no. me. The Valentine's Day episode. Okay. I just watched that one yesterday, yeah. I I'm- just watched the one where um, Monica tries not to be a neat freak. Okay, Remember yeah. Remember when Rachel starts cleaning the apartment and Monica can't stand it? I can be a kook. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Uh, Jason and Travis Kelsey are dropping a Christmas song today. Uh, NFL stars Travis and Jason Kelsey announced they're about to try their hand at a music career. I mean, Taylor Swift's influence, maybe. Uh, the brothers are making their debut single uh, in the Philadelphia Eagles holiday album. It's called Fairy Tale of Philadelphia. You were handsome, you were pretty, you're the king of South Philly. When the band finished playing, they howled out for more. The letters were swinging, all the drugs they were singing. We fought on a corner, then danced through the night. <laughs> okay, let me just say this. The Kelsey brothers, they're stars. I don't even care. Like, this normally would bother me because it's like, you're using the clout that Taylor Swift is bringing to your family right now to do other things. But, like, they're stars. They're entertaining. They're likable. They seem like decent people. I'm that, here for it. That sounds like a St. Patrick's Day song. Yeah, a little bit. Like, I picture myself in a pub drinking a pint and <laughs> yeah. listening to the Kelsey Christmas songs. <laughs> Maybe that's how they spend Thanksgiving. Uh, Gigi Hadid is shutting down rumors that she doesn't support Taylor and Travis. Um, So there have been rumors flying around that some of Taylor's closest friends are concerned with the pace of their relationship. Some names that I've seen thrown out there, Gigi Hadid, Selena Gomez. Well, Gigi Hadid showed her support for Taylor in the Instagram comments. So... One of the publications posted the headline, right? Uh, Gigi Hadid worried about how fast Taylor Swift is moving. She commented and said, we are all over the moon for our girl, period. So she's shutting down the rumors. But also, like, if she if she felt like they were moving too fast, she's not going to write that in the Instagram comment section. She's not going to be like, yeah, totally agree. And I'm sure that she cleared that with Taylor before she posted it. Right. Because otherwise, you're out of the click. Right. There you, you have it. You can't post something negative and, and <laughs> not have Taylor Swift text you. Exactly. Five minutes later. Anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is up at Q104.com. Get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. Caller 14 216 474 0104. We have movie passes to the advanced screening of the new Disney movie, Wish. Call right now. Does it say where the, uh, the movie screening is taking place? Okay. It does, but I don't have it up. Quit doing it's that to me. Somewhere in Northeast Ohio. <laughs> Call now to win the movie passes. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Waking you up. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now Morgan and Bill. This is so strange. But a few minutes ago, my cell phone rang. And I got a voicemail. Just now? Yeah. So uh, we're talking about how... I lost my driver's license. I misplaced my driver's license. And I just listened to the voicemail. I think somebody has it. What do you mean? I think some guy has my driver's license. You want to hear the voicemail? Hold on, Lauren. I'm going to 
bring it up on the phone system here. So you, you can access my voicemail remotely. So let's listen to this. Please leave your message for three one zero. Please yep. enter your password, then press pound. Are you giving all these people your phone number? Hello, Bill. I heard you lost something. Or at least you think you lost something. Did you ever consider that I took it? Yes, it's true. I have your driver's license. No. And by the way, you look stupid in your driver's license photo. <laughs> That nice. You might be wondering why I took it. Because you sit forever and I drive alone past your street. Oh, Olivia <laughs> Rodrigo, no way. I get that joke. I hope you get that joke. I do. And if you want your license back, you will need to submit to my list of demands. I will call you in 24 hours with my list of demands. In the meantime, don't get pulled over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's bizarre, right? I mean, is it bad that I immediately thought it was your son, Drew? <laughs> I'm like, uh, who's going to do that? Who's going to put the voice effect on their uh, voice and call you and leave a voicemail? Your son. You're right. It could be Drew. But yeah, where do you get that voice synthesizer? <laughs> I have no idea. You might have ordered that off of Amazon. <laughs> he probably YouTubed yeah. it and figured out how to do it. All right. So yeah, somebody's <laughs> holding my driver's license for ransom. Can't wait for the list of demands. I didn't see that coming. Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Good morning. We are the Q Morning Show, Morgan and Bill. So, Morgan, did you go a little overboard? Mm-hmm. I did. I have Christmas fever, and I can't be stopped. <laughs> I can't be stopped. In your holiday zeal, mm-hmm. what did you do? I spent $220 on more Christmas decorations. More Christmas decorations? <laughs> Did you move? <laughs> no, I didn't, but we got a new TV stand, and I have to fill the new TV stand, and then we got floating shelves, and I had to fill the floating shelves, and then I wanted to decorate my office this year for Christmas, and I have a problem. I have a Christmas problem, and I need to be stopped. I need an intervention. <laughs> it sounds like you have somebody in your life that is now going to intervene when things like this happen. I need you to do it. Because Me? David, he's so like, whatever will make you happy, sweetheart. Like, at first when I told him, I came in with like 12 bags and he caught me. And I just looked at him like a deer in headlights and he goes, oh, God, where have you been? <laughs> I was like, Hobby Lobby, you know, like not wanting to admit. He's like, what did I just catch you in? I was like, I maybe went a little overboard on the Christmas decorations. And he was like, how much? And I told him how much. And he gave me the look. And then he was like, it's okay, because I just bought a new uh, speaker for my office for $75. I'm like, great. Uh, we're, we're throwing money away left and right. That's so his, great. He's buying his toys as well. Right. And you know, you've heard of girl math, right? Sure, yeah. Where you try to rationalize how much money you spend. Right. And this isn't really like rationalizing how much money I spent, but it makes me happy. I've never been happier in my apartment than I have been the past day that I have the cozy twinkle lights, that I have the big candle, the huge candle, four wick candle. I have all the Christmas trees up. 
And you can't put a price on joy. How can you possibly want me to stop this then? <laughs> this is doing wonders for your mental health. It You're actually in a good mood. is. <laughs> so uh, how could I be against this? I think where David would step in is, see, this is where I think you, once you guys get that joint checking account, mm-hmm. I think that's when David's going to be like, all right. We got to pump the yeah, brakes. Absolutely. Okay. Think- and also the girl math is me saying, okay, well, now that I bought all this, I'm not going to have to buy it again for, you know, like five years, let's say. So it's an investment. Yeah. That's Christmas a- is an investment. Okay. That's another fantastic way to, uh, to look at it. For all sure. right. Well, now I feel better about it. I think you're in the clear here. And if that's David's reaction, I don't think you have anything to worry about. Because if, if he would have reacted negatively to this, yeah. I would have said, uh-oh, because this is what happens in the first year of living together. You start <laughs> to realize everybody's quirks. Right. And, uh, and this is exactly, it, it really sets up Hash It Out perfectly this morning because uh, it's Delaney and it's Cody. Okay. They just moved in together. Did she spend $220 on Christmas decorations? I don't know if she did that. <laughs> But it's something that, uh, actually, I think Delaney is the one with the problem. I think Cody is the one that's calling in to help, uh, to facilitate the hashing it out. Right, we got to hash it out. I think uh, he thinks he's right, Delaney thinks she's right, and again, this is what happens when you move in together and you... Learn about each other's quirks. Hash it out is next. It's the Q Morning Show. Cleveland is waking up to the Q Morning Show. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill, this is the place to come to when you need to hash it out. Oh, here we go. That means you have something going on in your world that, and it's with somebody else. You're arguing about something. You don't agree on something. And you're just going around and around in circles. And finally, you're like, that, that's it. Enough. We're coming to Morgan and Bill. Let's hash this out. So this is Delaney and Cody. They are BF and GF. And Cody is up first. Cody, good morning. Morning. How's it going? Good. Now, Delaney is here. She's listening in. And she'll be able to respond to whatever you say, your issue, in just a second here. But Cody, the floor is yours. What's going on with you two? All right. So, um, so Delaney and I just moved in together. We've been dating for a while, you know, and then we decided to take our relationship to the next level, as they say. Um, so, yeah, we, uh, we now live together, and we run into a little bit of a, uh, an issue here that I was hoping we could debate on your show. Yeah, let's do it. We are ready. Congratulations yeah. to the two of you, by the way, for moving in. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Delaney didn't sound too convinced. We'll get to you in a second, Delaney. But, Cody, do you want to tell us what's going on? All right. So uh, we discovered um, that uh, Delaney is someone who prefers to take a shower at night. And, uh, yeah, I'm more of a morning shower kind of guy. And I've got, I mean, I've got no problem with Delaney showering at night. Delaney has a huge problem with me not showering at night. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like. You know, uh, I'm not climbing into bed and I smell like raw sewage or I'm covered in, you know, um, everything that I did in my trash collection job. I work at KeyBank. Okay. I was going to ask you what you do for a living, but all right. Yeah. Go Uh, ahead. I don't do anything strenuous. Um, Three three, uh, square meals a day, no heavy lifting. And uh, if I work out in the afternoon, I'll take another shower during the day. But I don't want to shower at night. And Delaney has a huge problem with that. 
Okay. I think I got that yeah, was Yeah, I mean pretty easy. Well done, Cody. Easy to understand. I don't have any follow-up questions, so let's bring in your girlfriend and new roommate Delaney. Hey. Now, what's the what's the issue with the shower thing? So he wants to shower in the morning, you shower at night. What's the problem? Well, it's gross. Okay. Like he lives his day and then he brings his filth into bed. <laughs> All right. Yeah, like he'll be wearing boxers he was wearing that day and sometimes a T-shirt. Like, it's repulsive. Like, I don't know why he can't just shower at night so everybody is clean in our clean sheets. Okay, but I just don't like showering at night. Like, you know, I feel gross when I wake up in the morning. I like to get in the shower, wake up, you know, get the brain fired up for the day. And showering (laughs) at night does nothing for me. It makes you clean. Like, maybe you won't feel gross in the morning if you took a shower at night. No, okay, I'm not taking two showers a day. I'm not going to do that. I mean, I don't think this is weird either, like, or abnormal. I mean, shower at night, shower in the morning, it's a personal preference. What's abnormal is you insisting that I have to shower at night. Okay, that is not abnormal. You're going to lose this one. I guarantee more people support me on this than you. I'm not so sure about that. I'm but, team shower at night. I'll just come out and say it, but mm-hmm. we'll get into it more in but a second. Would, would you insist that David showers at night before yes. he gets into bed? You would? Yes. Okay, let me ask you this. Delaney and Cody, how long have you guys been a couple? We've been dating for a year now. Dating for a year and now living together. How did you guys not know this about each other before now, before living together? Well, I well, mean... Because one of you had to have stayed the night at some point, right? Yeah, but it's different. We're not sleeping. <laughs> oh, gosh. That one took me a second. Okay, so so there's your exception. He doesn't have to shower at night if, if, something, if something is going on. See, did we come up with the code word? No, did we? I don't think we oh, ever yeah, did. Oh, yeah, doing the laundry. Doing, they were doing the laundry. Doing the, we'll have to revisit that whole co-word thing. Uh, okay, you guys, stay right there. I'm going to put both of you on hold here for a second. Delaney wants Cody to shower at night. She thinks it's disgusting that he gets into bed. I, I don't think this is, this is how I've lived my entire life. I don't shower at night. Oh, I never have. No, no, no. David and I have gone through this same exact situation, and we are both now night showerers. Oh, my God. It sounds like a nightmare. Thank God <laughs> Paula is not like Delaney in this situation. 216-474-0104. Let's hash it out. Whose side are you on? Your call's next. Let me tell you. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now, Morgan and Bill. Before we get back to hash it out, we have finally decided, after weeks and and maybe even months of debating, so our secret code word, when we're talking about that secret thing that adults may do in the bedroom at night, we've decided on Fancy Tango. Yes. Because we had just suggested doing the laundry, but... Doing the laundry, I think, would be confusing. Confusing because people actually do. I mean, we talk about doing the laundry on our <laughs> right, show. I mean, right. it's it's a frequent topic on our show. So hash it out. Uh, specifically today, it's Cody and Delaney. They just moved in together after dating for a year, and somehow are just realizing that they like to shower at different times. Delaney is a night showerer, mm-hmm. and Cody likes to get up and uh, take morning showers because he likes to get his uh, central nervous system going, and that's what he prefers. Delaney thinks that's gross and is actually like, I don't want you getting into bed 
without you taking a shower. And so we're hashing that out right now. Uh, let's go to Robert and Menor. Robert, good morning. Morning. So what do you do in your relationship, Robert, as far as showers well, we, go? <laughs> we both take showers in the morning. Uh, we work manufacturing jobs. I get dirty. He doesn't. Uh, mm-hmm. But we have dogs that sleep with us. We sweat throughout the night. So if we take a shower in the evening, then you automatically have to take another one in the morning. It's a waste of water. Um, also, I've been showering in the mornings because uh, we both work third shift. Mm-hmm. Um, if you break that cycle, it messes with your uh, sleep circadian. Oh. Studies have shown. I never thought it, of it, that. Yeah, because like he said, it wakes up your central nervous system. Yeah. So if you're used to doing that at the start of your day, and you break that and do it at night, then you're not going to be able to sleep. Yeah, I, I totally feel mm. that waking up in the morning, like I need that hot shower when I get up at four o'clock in the morning. No way. If I just get into the car and start driving, I will crash into something. Guaranteed. The hot shower at night relaxes me. I put a little calming salt in there and I'm ready to snooze as soon as I get out of that shower. Thank you, Robert, for calling in this morning. Let's go to Mandy in Akron. Mandy, good morning. Good morning. Tell us about uh, how you shower at home. Well, it's funny. Actually, I shower both at night and the morning, depending Same. on the day and my schedule. So Same. it's kind of both for me. But I, um, I I don't see the problem with just showering. I prefer to shower in the morning if I wasn't in such a rush. It wakes me up, and I think, you know, that's fine. And, I, I'm like, I sit in an office all day, too. It's, you're not getting dirty sitting in a chair all day. So. Okay, and but maybe person- you do. Because what if, if you're in an office and you're sitting in a chair all day, especially during cold season, like... I'm a germaphobe. So if I, if David went into an office and he was sitting next to people, I would be like, you should probably shower because what if you have cold germs on you? But doesn't this come down to preference? Does Delaney really have the right to insist that Cody take a shower well, at night? That's the problem, right? Like she shouldn't make him change his ways. But I always think about like, no matter where you are, you're getting germs on you. Do you really want to get into bed with all the germs on you? When you I, could just easily rinse off a minute, you're done. I, I don't think about it that way. Like, I I just assume that I have germs on me all the time. And that, <laughs> that's the way that I live my life. And then I don't stress about it. Right. Um, so you can also text this show, 216-474-0104, the same uh, number for the, for the phone. And we got this text in at the last second. We literally just called this person back. Don't even have their name. Good morning. Hello, texter. Good morning. This is Marie. Hi, hey, Marie. Marie. Uh, we loved your text. Uh, what did you want to add to hash it out this morning? So, I I mean, I think it's ridiculous to force somebody to shower at a different time. So my husband is a morning shower through and through. When we first moved in together, I was like, this is gross. I just washed the sheets. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? And he was like, I shower in the morning. Like, that's it's like sometimes he'll get up in the morning. I'm winded because I'm going up the steps at work. <laughs> um. But he, in the morning sometimes, will stand in the shower for, like, 25, 30 minutes. <laughs> long, he just like, likes long it. Like, contemplating yeah. life. Just to, like, clear his head for the day. Yeah. Right. Because it just helps him get ready. And me, I'm nighttime because I'm not going to get up earlier than I have to take a shower. Yes. But he always has to in bed, and he wants to get up All after right, his sweat in bed. And... 
Yeah, we're and losing, not, you, we're a losing bit, you there a little Marie. bit, Marie. But I, I think we get the gist of what yeah. Marie is saying. I did forget about the night sweats, too. That's another reason why you should be showering in the morning. Yeah, I, I mean, personally, I don't shower in the morning when I'm doing this job because, like Marie said, I'm waiting until the last second. But I think it's like one of those things where with me and David, if we don't shower because he plays soccer and stuff throughout the day, it's like after 3 p.m., because if he's staying at home, then I know he's not. There's no germs. There's no whatever. But if he's out and about, like, yeah. you don't know what kind of germs are on you. Yeah, I, I think it depends. Like, if he's playing soccer, he said, should absolutely shower before he goes to bed. Yeah. Anything, any physical, physical activity, activity. For sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Delaney should insist that Cody change his shower routine just to, to please her. Uh, I think the compromise here might be um, maybe before they go to bed at night, maybe... Delaney invites Cody into the shower with her Gosh, for a little fancy tango. That would get over. I mean, that would get old real quick. Every night? No, thank you. Fancy tango in the shower? <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> it's Hash It Out on the Q Morning Show. Q104, good morning. It's because I used to be young. Miley's on Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now Morgan and Bill, the Q Morning Show. Battle of the Burbs. We have Hosier. 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 I knew I'd screw it up again. Hosier tickets uh, all this week. We'll do that uh, in less than 10 minutes. Hollywood Dirt Sheet with Morgan right here. Kim Kardashian is featured on the cover of the 2023 Men of the Year issue for GQ. In the interview, Kim talks about her move into menswear through her brand Skims. Uh, Kim's motivation for venturing into menswear was to apparently... Uh, was to apparently wanted to find out what all the hype was about, is what she said in menswear. Uh, she also credits her father, her late father, Robert Kardashian, for getting her interested in fashion. The White Lotus begins casting for season three and has set a start date for production. With the Hollywood strikes in the rearview mirror, everybody's getting back to work. Though many productions have been delayed as a result of the downtime. Uh, But we recently told you that the White Lotus had been pushed back to 2025 as a result of the strikes. But the good news is work on the hit HBO series is getting underway. Series creator Mike White uh, started the casting process for season three immediately after the strike ended, releasing a list of new characters. Filming is set to start after the holidays with the tentative start date of early February in Thailand, according to sources. And Mariah Carey's holiday tour kicks off today. Mariah Carey kicks off her 16-date Merry Christmas one-and-all holiday tour tonight in Highland, California. The tour, which hits several cities in the U.S. and Canada, will feature holiday hits as well as fan favorites. Of course, she is coming to Cleveland on December 7th. Though no opening act has been announced at this time, Mariah has teased that her kids have been rehearsing for a potential appearance with her on stage. Maybe Hosier will open up. (laughs) Maybe. Anything else you need Hollywood and more is up at Q104.com. Get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. Actually, you can see Hosier when he comes to Blossom this summer. We'll have tickets during Battle of the Burbs next. Real life. Real Cleveland. It's the Q Morning Show. I listen every morning. Old songs, new songs. I love the music. Makes you feel good in the morning when you're listening to it. Q104. From the 1-800-HURT-NOW Traffic Center. In Northeast Ohio, we proudly rep our suburbs. But there can be only one winner in the land. Battle of the Burbs on the Q Morning Show. Let's meet our lovely contestants this morning. All the way from 
Moore, Oklahoma. She lives in Aurora now, a graduate of Westmore High School in Oklahoma. It's Tiffany. Tiffany, good morning. Good morning. Let's welcome your challenger from Wellington. It's Brittany, a graduate of Wellington High School. Good morning, Brittany. Good morning. Ladies, welcome into Battle of the Burbs. It's a best of five question challenge. Your name is your buzzer. So if you know the answer, say your name, and then you will be able to answer. Whoever gets the most questions right wins. Are you ready to play? Yes. All right, here we go. Question number one. What is the name of the official national anthem of the U.S.? Tiffany. Tiffany? The Star Spangled Banner? That is correct. Question number two. In what year was the film Goodwill Hunting released? Tiffany. Tiffany? 1992. It was not 1992. <laughs> kind of close. Brittany, do you have a guess? 1998. Oh, even closer. It was 1997. Tiffany's still in the lead with one question correct. Question number three. What boy band sings the song, I Want It That Way? Brittany. Brittany? The Backstreet Boys. The Backstreet Boys is correct. We're tied one to one. Question number four. How many pyramids of Giza are there? Anyone? Tiffany. Can you say it again? Sorry, I heard Tiffany, so let's let her answer. Uh, two? It's not two. I will repeat <laughs> the question. The question was How many pyramids of Giza are there? Brittany, do you have a guess? Uh, three. Three is correct. Um, All right, Brittany, um, you have two, right? Tiffany, you have one. So, Tiffany, you could tie the game and force a tiebreaker with this next question. If either one of you miss it or if Brittany gets it right, Brittany will win today's Battle of the Burbs. Question number five. Who starred as Private Ryan in Saving Private Ryan? Tiffany. Tiffany? Tom Hanks. He was not Private Ryan. Brittany, do you have a guess? (laughs) No. Well, it doesn't matter because you won anyways. But the answer was Matt Damon. It was Matt Damon. Who winning? Who won? Brittany. Brittany's the winner. All right. Did you just watch a uh, Matt Damon documentary or something? No. You had two Matt Damon movies. I didn't know that. I didn't know. Like she's stuck on Matt Damon this morning. Way to go, Tiffany or Brittany. <laughs> yeah, Brittany, Brittany won, won the game. Yes, Brittany. Awesome. Brittany, you're going to Hosier at Blossom this summer. Awesome. Thank you. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, good morning. We are the Q Morning Show. So we don't usually talk about politics around here. We try to be the escape for all that. But if stuff like this is going to happen... On Capitol Hill with Congress, that we have to mention this. What happened? An old fashioned fist fight almost broke out. Between? Dur- during a Senate hearing yesterday. So the president of the Teamsters, Sean O'Brien, was testifying and he was being grilled by Senator Mark Wayne Mullen. And I had to look this guy up because I, I'll tell you more about him in a second. But. It, it got testy. Here's some audio from what happened yesterday. Quit the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. 
If you want to run your mouth. Okay, so what, the senator is reading something that Sean O'Brien posted online. Okay. So, okay, so here, let's play that again. So here he is reading what he wrote, and then he addresses the Teamsters president. Quit the Tough Guy Act and these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. If you want to run your mouth, we can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. All right, so then it gets physical. And who has to step in and break it up? Bernie Sanders. Oh, no. Bernie Sanders. I mean, just the mental image alone of Bernie (laughs) Sanders getting in the middle of two guys that are about to fight. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stain your butt up then. You stand your butt up. You stand oh, your butt up. Oh, stop it. Is that your solution every poll? No, no, sit down. No, you're a clown. Sit down. Look at you. You know, you're a United States senator. <laughs> you're a United States senator. Oh, my God. You're a United States senator. Sit your butt down. They sound like a couple of kids on the playground in well, seventh grade. I mean, does it surprise you? <laughs> it doesn't surprise me, honestly. So, Senator Mark Wayne Mullen... This guy, he actually is a former UFC fighter. He is oh, the that sen- doesn't help. He's the senator for Oklahoma. I mean, he's so tough. He has two first names shoved together. Mark Wayne. <laughs> Mark and Wayne shoved together. I he's- didn't know that was the uh, scale of toughness. He's Mark Wayne. So here, here they are one more time going at it. And then Bernie Sanders stepping in. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. Stand your you butt, stand up. butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, oh, stop it. Is that your solution every poll? No, no, sit down. No, you're a clown. Sit down. Look at you. <laughs> you know, you're a United States senator. <laughs> Anytime things get a little testy on this show, that's going to be my new line. Sit your butt down? No. Or you're a your United up. States senator. <laughs> that's what I'm going to say. So, that's not all. Something happened during the House Oversight Committee yesterday. I, two people were yelling. I don't even know what they were yelling about, but this is what it sounded like. Now, M- Mr. Chairman, you no, have... No, 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 hold, hold on. If we're, you if we're not on time... You disinformation. You, you, you have you gone on TV and said the president did something you illegal. You're doing stuff with your brother. The American people have the same questions. Why should they believe you? Are, Doesn't it make you so happy that you work in radio? <laughs> I could never. That's... Uh, as those are elected officials. Yeah, I could never, never deal with being a politician, that's for sure. They were getting work done yesterday. I mean, they did avoid the government shutdown. They did that. And I, I think here's, here's what's going on. It's towards the end of the year. That's Everybody's thinking about the holidays. Everybody's testy. Right. They just want to finish up. Yeah. They want to get to Thanksgiving. They want to cruise through December. They're just like us right now. Yeah. The same thing. I was going to say, are you sure that's audio from (laughs) Capitol Hill? Because it sounds like the guys next door every day at about 630. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the sports guys. (laughs) There's constant yelling over there. Right. And the only it's not because we're listening to their show. It's because we can hear it coming through our walls. Through our soundproof walls. Right. The sound. (laughs) The sound does not escape this room. Right. Uh, Okay. So. You've heard the term before, pay it forward, right? Yeah, I mean, mean, yes. That's a term that's been around. Uh, And yesterday, Morgan was put into a situation where she either was going to pay it forward or she was not going to pay it forward. I was panic ridden over this situation (laughs) yesterday. (laughs) All right, we'll find out what happened and we'll find out whether or not Morgan paid it forward. That's next. It's the Q Morning Show. Cleveland is waking up to the Q Morning Show. Awesome way to wake up. It's Morgan and Bill. So much good music. I love it. On Q104. Hi. Q104. 
90s, 2000s, and now Morgan and Bill. Morgan, tell us about how you were put into a situation where you felt like you had to pay it forward. I was panicked yesterday. Panicked. I was absolutely panicked. Because and- I, can, I can only think of one place where I, I feel like this happens, where it still happens, that, that people are kind of debating back and forth. So I want to see if that's the same place with you. Okay. Starbucks line. Starbucks line. Is that what you were going to guess? Yeah, that's what I was going to guess. Because <laughs> that's where I see it brought up. Right. It happened to me. So I was in the Starbucks line in the drive-thru yesterday. And of course, I get up to the window. The barista hands me my tea, my medicine ball that I've been drinking every day for the past two weeks. Um, and they tell me, oh, the car in front of you paid for you. And I don't know if it's just me. And this doesn't happen to me often. But when it does... Panic comes over me in the moment because I don't, I already have my card in my hand, you know, so I'm like, uh, uh, you know, like put the card down, grab the tea. Uh, like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I didn't even say anything. Mm-hmm. I just froze. I was like, ah, like the sounds are just coming out of my mouth. And then you're stuck in the impossible situation of having to figure out in 15 seconds whether or not you are supposed to pay it forward for the person behind you. I have some questions. Okay. For the person, because I have never paid it forward. Okay. Mostly because I never go through the Starbucks line. But if I'm in the Starbucks line and I decide I'm going to pay for the car behind me, Mm -hmm. do I know in advance how much your bill is? No. So whatever it is, I'm just going to pay for it. Right. So you could have a van full of teenagers who all get the biggest Frappuccinos with the extra whipped cream and it could be $40. Yeah. Or you could get a black coffee and it's two thirty-five. So I'm wondering, yeah, I, I would probably ask. I'd be like, how much is the bill how much is the bill for the car behind me? <laughs> oh, but doesn't that kind of take away the the point? Sure it does. Of course it does. Okay, so you don't know. So it, you're now it's up to you. Mm-hmm. Now you've just found out that your drink has been paid for. Do you pay it forward for the car behind you? Well, the car behind you would never know, correct? Right. They would never know if you did or not. Right. I didn't. Or that, that you would have the option to do it. I didn't do it. Are you worried that the barista is going to think less no, of I you? Ju- I personally just have such, I have guilt. I feel so guilty. I'm not even lying to you. I'm like, listen to me. Spending on Christmas decorations, and then I'm going to turn around in the Starbucks drive-thru and be a Scrooge and not pay it forward to the person behind me? I also got to think that this is annoying for the baristas, in a way, because it just makes it complicated. It's like, I just want to ring you up and give you your drink, and instead I got to worry about you paying for the person behind you, and then... I got to think that they're over this, too. But I feel like it's so common that it might not be as complicated for them as we think it is, especially during the holiday season. Everybody Mm -hmm. is looking for their little good deed during the holiday season. But I seriously feel like a jerk. 216-474-0104. I'm trying to think that... What do we want to find out? If you're in that situation, if you're in Morgan's situation... Do you have to pay it forward? Because I think this whole thing, like, this has been going on for a lot of years. And maybe when I first heard about it, I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's cool that people are doing this. Now I'm kind of like, this is stupid. This is something we should throw away. Because especially the fact that it happens in the Starbucks line. Yeah. I would have a relatively high degree of confidence that the person <laughs> behind me, if they're already in line and they've ordered, can afford to pay for their drink. Right. So they don't need 
uh, to have their order paid for. I get that. But now you're sounding a little bit like a pay it forward Scrooge, too. Well, take that money, throw it into, give it to somebody else, if that's even possible. I would really love to hear from a barista, though. Can someone tell us if it is annoying for the barista? Because I feel like that could be a made-up myth (laughs) to make us not (laughs) want to pay it forward. That might have been me making it up, for sure. (laughs) 216-474-0104. When you're in line at Starbucks, do you pay it forward or just move along? Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now Morgan and Bill. I think we're going to have a good discussion here because we we have calls from Samantha and Beth and Matt and Hannah, and I think they're going to answer all of the questions that we have about paying it forward. I hope so. Specifically in the Starbucks line, because that's where it happened to Morgan yesterday, where she was getting her order, and then she found out that the car in front of her paid for her drink, and, and now Morgan is completely frazzled. Panicked. And I didn't pay it por- forward, and I feel so guilt-ridden over it. And so we want to know, if this happens to you, if you were in Morgan's situation, what would you do now? Would you pay it forward? Let's go to Samantha and in Independence. Good morning, Samantha. Good morning. Do you pay it forward? Yes, I do. Every time? Every time. What is the most that you've paid for the car behind you? The most that I paid for the car behind me was like $25. Okay. And in that moment, you didn't regret it? Nope. All right. As long as I can make someone's day better, that's all that matters to me. All right. Playing with fire, not getting burned. <laughs> that's Samantha. Let's go to Beth in North Ridgeville. Beth, good morning. Good morning. Where do you stand on paying it forward? Well, quick story. I was at Burger King and someone paid for my chicken nuggets. And I pulled up, and they're like, the person in front of you paid. I said, oh, how nice. I'm going to pay for the one behind me. And it came to, like, $42. Oh, yeah. And you're like, "Uh uh-oh. And then I didn't want to be a jerk and be like, uh, never mind. Um, So I paid for it, and those people behind me were very excited, waving, smiling. So I guess I made their day. I have so many questions. First of all, (laughs) I did not know this also happened at Burger King. Yeah, me neither. (laughs) Neither did I. Okay. So when you were going through the Burger King drive-thru, Beth, were you only ordering chicken nuggets? That's all you were getting was chicken nuggets? That's it. Did you just want, you just had a hankering for nuggets? Yeah, well, it was for my daughter. Okay, gotcha. So I'm like, yeah. So I was like, oh, that's what, I'll just get these chicken nuggets. And when she said they paid for you, I was like, oh, can I add on? All right, so <laughs> so chicken nuggets, which are, what, $2 at Burger King, I, I'm going to guess, right? In that yeah, about ballpark. $2. So you just wanted to buy some $2 nuggets, and you ended up spending $42 because you bought, you know, for the car behind you. Now, how do you know that they're so happy? Do they have the ability to get out and thank you? Like, how do you know that they're happy? Oh, they were smiling, they were waving and waving, and they were just very excited. So did that make it worth it to you, or you were like, oh, $42, that's a lot? I mean, it did. I probably made their day, um, but yeah, yeah, it was a little pricey. But some expensive nuggets right there. Thank yeah, you, Beth. exactly. Now, I think this happened to Matt, too. Matt's in Cleveland. Matt, you've been burned before by paying it forward? Yeah, yeah, I paid it forward, and then... Um, uh, the car in front of me paid it forward to me. I felt obligated to pay it forward for the car behind me. Mm-hmm. Well, little did I know that that car had like a $50 order. Right. And I just gave him a card, and all of a sudden I looked, and I was like, oh, my goodness, $50. <laughs> um, <laughs> like so I always ask now. 
um, what it is. I'll still pay it forward because I still think it's a good thing to do. Um, but I'll always ask, how much is it? And then I'll see if, if I can afford it. If I can't afford it, obviously, right. I may pay partially at that order. Right. Um, even if you pay $10, they'll be happy most of the time. Sure. See, I didn't even know paying partially was an option. That has to be confusing for whoever's taking the order at the drive-thru. Right. Yeah, paying it forward with sticker shock. Uh, Hannah, Hannah's actually a barista. Oh, good. Yes. Hannah's in the uh, Portage Lakes. Uh, thank you, Hannah. So... Yeah, so you're working the the line, and someone wants to someone starts the whole pay it forward thing. Is that great for you, or is that an annoyance? It's it's honestly super sweet. It's it's a, especially during like the holidays. It's super nice. Like because I'm an empathetic myself, I love seeing like people. You know, maybe they were counting change to get their coffee, and you know now they. It just it. Sometimes we've seen like it, it's like a nineteen twenty car train where it fi- or it finally cuts off. But usually, once that train starts, we've got a decent amount of cars that follow it. But you don't mind it as it's going on. It's it's fine oh, for no, you. It, to- it doesn't. Yeah, we we actually have a button for it, so it's it's really it's no biggie. A button. When like a, did the button yeah. happen? It'll go pick up next car. Oh, gotcha. Oh, is that new or? Um, it's been there since I've been there, so it's it's super sweet. I love it, and people get super happy, so it's super nice to see their reactions. And so you know, I'm the they jerk. Get, they get super excited, <laughs> and it makes me excited. So I'm like, yay! So I am the jerk. Oh no! So, so Hannah, you said the most of the the pay it forward train. You said about twenty cars. Yeah, it'll go pretty deep before, before someone before someone goes. Oh, thank you. Goodbye. Okay. And do you have anything to say to that person? Like, do you think, do you judge them? Do you think less of them? Do you, do you tell them they're ending the train or do you just let it go? I kind of let it go because I'm so used to, I feel like I'm like a game show host. I'm like, you got free coffee, but then the last person I'm like, okay, bye. But yeah, it does end at some point, but it is sweet, especially this time of year. It's nice to see people, you know, give that extra five bucks or so to make someone else's day. All right. Thank you, Hannah, for, for calling in yeah, this thanks, morning. Yeah, thanks, Hannah. So now you feel worse, Morgan? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the guilt is still there. Maybe I'm going to get another medicine ball today, so maybe I'll just pay for the person behind me yeah, today. Yeah, start your own train <laughs> today. That's what you should do, for All sure. All right. All right, I will. Q104, thanks for having us on this morning. Potentially the song of the year at this year's Grammy Awards. That's Dua Lipa. And we are the Q Morning Show, Q104, Morgan and Bill. All things entertainment right now. Let's jump into a Hollywood dirt sheet. Jason and Travis Kelsey are dropping a Christmas song today. So the brothers announced they're trying their hands at a music career, maybe Taylor Swift's inspiration, at least during the holidays. The brothers are making their debut as singers in the Philadelphia Eagles holiday album. Uh, the song is called Fairy Tale of Philadelphia. You were handsome, you were pretty, you're the king of South Philly. When the band finished playing, they howled out for more. The letters were swinging, all the drums they were singing. We fought on a corner, then danced through the night. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's not terrible, right? I wonder how that's going to go over in the Chiefs locker room that Travis Kelsey is on the Christmas album for the Philadelphia Eagles. Like, True. I, I get it. He's helping out his brother, but still. Good point. Didn't think about that. Um, speaking of Travis Kelsey, uh, Gigi Hadid is shutting down rumors that she doesn't support Travis and Taylor Swift's romance. So there's been a lot of headlines as of late. 
kind of pinpointing some of Taylor Swift's friends who, quote, weren't happy with the pace that they were moving at. People like Selena Gomez, Gigi Hadid. Well, Gigi shut it down in the comments section yesterday. There was a post like that on a publication's Instagram, and Gigi wrote, We are all over the moon happy for our girl, period, in response to the rumors about her not being supportive. Uh, I mean, they're hot and heavy. Taylor and Travis were seen holding hands, kissing at the Eras tour. Uh, the new couple allegedly has very detailed plans to make their long-distance romance work dur- during their busy schedules. They plan on spending Thanksgiving together. These are just all of the headlines that are floating around out there right now about these two. And Kim Kardashian is featured on the cover of the 2023 Men of the Year issue for GQ. This is because Kim is talking about moving into menswear through her brand, Skims. Kim's motivation for venturing into menswear, um, she said, was because she just wanted men to find out what all the hype was about, about Skims. She also credits her father, Robert Kardashian, for getting her interested in fashion. Anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is up at Q104.com. You can get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. The Q Morning Show. So much good music. I love it. Q104. From the 1-800-HURT-NOW Traffic Center. 